Welcome to Women Waken, a podcast that helps you heal spiritually from trauma in relationships, childhood, and early life conditioning to shift from a place of codependency into a divine feminine state of love, acceptance, harmony, and abundance. On Women Waken, we begin the journey to waken from the illusion of needing to prove our worth into the divine experience of knowing our worth. I'm your host, Whitney Walker. I'm a licensed mental health therapist, and I specialize in substance abuse, addiction, eating disorders, trauma, and spirituality. I'm also a fellow human being who has experienced most of the issues that I explore on this show. On today's Divine Feminine solo episode, I'm offering some insight and my own personal perspective on the idea that you came to this space to heal this space. And every challenge that you face and every lesson that you learn is perfectly aligned with what you're meant to integrate and then offer others to help the healing that's occurring on this planet. So take a listen and enjoy. Hey everybody, Whitney here with a Divine Feminine solo episode. And on today's episode, I'm carrying on with this theme that's kind of been continuing on for a few weeks now, you might have noticed. I think it's sort of related to the end of the year, the time of the Mercury retrograde, moving into winter in the Northern Hemisphere, which has shorter days, and it's just generally a time of reflection. And as I've spoken to now, I feel like on the last 15 episodes, I am a big fan of 2024. I'm really championing it. I think it's going to be a powerful year for a lot of people. And in order to move as confidently and as efficiently as we can into a new year, we want to wrap up and release as best we can all the stuff from the previous year, 2023. I spoke on Friday's, last Friday's episode about the Mercury retrograde and about how that has a lot to do with giving us the opportunity to release things. We are still right in the thick of it, so that's still going on. But for the Divine Feminine episode, which I like to use as more so inspiration for daily practices, shifts we can make, greater understanding of what it is to really feel in your Divine Feminine to honor your divine feminine, to actually be able to make room for the changes you'd like to see to experience greater peace, more confidence, more acceptance and love for yourself, more able to go with the flow of how life is showing up for you, all of those things that allow for more harmony in your life, which to me is what the divine feminine represents. So one of the reasons that I've really embraced and moved into this focus on the work of the Divine Feminine, bringing it in, incorporating it, instilling it in our values, our beliefs, the way that we conduct ourselves and live our lives on the earth is because I do think 
that these principles are the key for a sense of greater peace and freedom for human beings that we do not currently experience. As I've said before, most humans live in chains. We imprison ourselves with these beliefs, these fears, these ideas about what we're supposed to be, and therefore when we're not those things, we reject ourselves, we self-destruct, we belittle ourselves, we have a lack of self-confidence, self-esteem, which means we become dependent, codependent. It's this whole cycle that keeps playing out over and over for humanity. And I personally think that the divine feminine is an umbrella term that sort of encompasses the shift that's needed, the introduction of a new energy that can allow for that shift. I think a lot of it also involves incorporating more women into all sectors of society, of life, giving women a voice, a place at the table, which they also haven't had. All right. So with that said, I also have come more to embrace spiritual concepts because I think that spiritual higher concepts, higher truths are the key to also unlocking ourselves from false beliefs about life. One of those beliefs is that things happen to us rather than things happening for us. When we believe that things happen to us, we feel we are a victim of circumstances often. We can't see the point, the purpose, the value, the gift within the things that we experience, the things that happen to us, the story of our life, right? Everyone has their own unique unfolding and story to their life. It has a different flavor, a different essence. It's a different ride for everyone. And there will be things that every single person on this planet struggles with a bit that might push against, be resistant to in their personal life path. Yet resistance is the cause of most of our suffering, right? They also say that attachment, a Buddhism term, a Buddhism notion is that attachment is the cause of all suffering, same sort of thing. We are resistant because we're attached to the idea that things are supposed to look different. This wasn't supposed to happen. I was supposed to have this life, this life right over here that I painted a big old picture of, not the one I've got. I don't want this life. This has been too hard. This has been too sad. This has been too degrading, too many losses, too much grief, too much regret, too much guilt, too much pain. I didn't want this. So then why did it happen? It's important to sometimes pause, reflect. Again, in this period of time, the end of the year, we're looking back. What happened this year? What the heck happened? (laughs) You just lived through almost 12 months. What went down? What were the lessons? What were the peaks? What were the valleys? What were the challenges? Where was the growth? What did you accomplish? Really important to look back to reflect and to give yourself credit, to acknowledge where there were wins. Anyways, that aside, my bigger point is that what happens in a year, what happens in five years, what happens in our lifetime, we can spend the whole time fighting against it, fighting against what is, fighting against the themes of our life. Again, something else I've talked about recently, right? When I talked about samsara and the cycles of life, karma, and how we each came here to play out some karma so we can evolve as a soul, 
we can learn the lessons that we came to learn, have that unfurling of wisdom, that light bulb moment in this lifetime where we say, oh my gosh, I have a greater understanding of this now because almost always a greater understanding will free us from some of our suffering. It releases some of our attachment to the way we thought things were. I'm bringing this into this episode because when we change the way we think about the things that happen to us and about our lives, we have a greater sense of freedom and peace. We no longer fight against it. We flow with it. We allow for it. I've done an episode before that says, I have no preference other than what is. I released resistance to everything as it shows up. Again, this is tying back to attachment to wanting things to be and happen a certain way. And we do resist it. And we do have preferences. And we say, no, this isn't what I wanted. I didn't want it to happen this way. I wanted this to be easier. I'm feeling a little bit of that in my life right now. I had this big pilgrimage across the country, a beautiful trip that landed me in upstate New York where I was had been told I would go. And so I thought, perfect, great, it's all in place. And it's turning out to be more challenging now that I'm here. It's hard to make a new start. And sometimes you forget that when you're in that fun, exciting time of the travel and moving into a new space and getting yourself settled and it's all new and novel and fun until you realize, oh, I'm actually here. And now I have to do the work of building a life here and opening myself to discovering a potential community and what gifts there are for me here. But also just allowing for things to unfold as they will to not be resistant to the way things that things are coming and happening. So I wanted to do an episode on this. Because here's the bigger picture, I think. This is my view, my spiritual view about life itself. I heard this in, again, this book that I speak of often, Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh. And in it, Spirit Source says, you came to the space to heal the space. And something about that really stuck with me. You are here for a reason, not only for your, for your own personal growth as a soul, which I speak to as well on the show often, everything that happens to us is for our growth, but we also came here to help heal this space. There's a lot of us here right now on earth, and we signed up for it because we saw that there was a need. Everything in the universe is looking to recalibrate the same way that when you get a cut on your arm, your body works in an unimaginable way to heal that wound. Your cells and your molecules and atoms move and connect and work to heal. They come together. Now, we see ourselves as a full human being that talks and walks and has a personality and all that, but ultimately, we're just made up of cells, the same thing that our arm and skin is made up of. Everything's the same thing. Humans came to earth the same way that a wound, the cells around your wound, the molecules around your wound come together to heal a wound. We are here to heal this space. Earth needs healing. A part of the greater cosmic web, the infinite universe, Earth is a still just as an important piece as any other piece. And it's struggling. 
Now, you could argue that there is no such thing as struggling. Everything is just as it's meant to be, and struggle is a judgment statement, a sort of up-down, right-wrong type of thing. However, you could call it more aligned with what's working and what's not working, what's helping to create the universe to be its most well-oiled functioning machine, most efficiently functioning, and Earth is a little bit out of place in terms of not being able to function. And the universe is looking at us collectively and saying, oh, there's there's something here. There's something that's not aligned. It keeps getting stuck. It's getting stuck on something down there in Earth. And yes, we are stuck on something. False beliefs about who and what we are. We are here to help heal the space where we find ourselves. And let me tell you what, how that plays into the greater message for today's episode. I believe that the troubles that you encounter in your life are a part of learning to do the healing that you came here to do. We can only truly heal when we understand the wound. A doctor can't fix a broken arm if he doesn't know what a broken arm is. And no, he doesn't have to have his arm broken. (laughs) But by going through school, he's going to understand very thoroughly what a broken arm is. Now, we're not working on a physical level. We think we are, and we are to some degree. We're more working on the emotional level. Earth needs to heal at an energetic, emotional, spiritual level. We become the best healers, the most effective healers, when we understand the wound that we are came here to heal. This really came to me because I have been struggling a lot with old wounds that don't seem to want to heal and still getting caught up in that bargaining stage of grief where, and again, I've spoken of this before. I apologize. I'm a broken record, but hey, maybe some of you are going through this too because I think it's going around because again, I think that we're about to enter into a big new chapter of our lives, a lot of us, and that means that some of the old stuff is really just going to hammer in on us until we let it go. So I keep getting stuck in the bargaining stage of saying, yeah, I'm, I, I'm glad, I'm grateful for my life. It's cool and all. But like, if that hadn't happened, it would be so much better. And if I had this, it'd be so much better. And if I could just release this and that insecurity and these doubts and these things, then it would be so much better. Like, why can't I just be this? And I realized that what I really want is perfection, right? Quote unquote, perfection. I want to look perfect. I want to act perfect. I want to be perfectly intelligent, perfectly efficient. I want to know that no one will ever question me. No one will ever say a mean thing about me. No one will ever criticize me or judge me or gossip about me. Yet that is not possible. In the human experience, we have no control over the way we are perceived, and there's no way to escape other people's reactions and reflections of you. It's a part of the unique human experience. We believe you are you and I am I. And because we're also still more in this energy of competition rather than cooperation or collaboration, we're really quick to judge others because we're often scared or intimidated by others. So we're just this big reactive, you know, like a a pinball going through one of those machines that's just pinging, 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 right? We don't know how to not be reactive. We see someone impressive and we're like, what? Well, they're not that great. Well, And we want to find fault in them because we see them as 
intimidating. We see them as competition. We see them in that zero-sum mindset of, well, if they're really great, then I'm not as great. And so I'm afraid for them to be so great. We don't feel that all the time, but I'm sure you all have experienced that, where your first knee-jerk reaction to somebody having a big success is, well, well, I mean, they were okay, (laughs) or why not me? You know, well, I guess they're pretty good, but like, why not me? Why am I not having the success? It's part of our human condition as we are, which again, comes down to being more competitive than cooperative or collaborative. So just giving a little insight into how my current battles, which is why do why would I think that I would come here to be perfect? What value would that have? And it made me realize, how could I help anybody? I wouldn't be able to do this podcast if my life was perfect Barbie life, where I'd never had a hurt or an insecurity or a doubt. I wouldn't understand the human experience. If you've seen the Barbie movie, you would be like that ideal Barbie world where you're just like, la, 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 life is perfect. There's no rain. There's only sun. There's no fear. There's no, there's no hurt. There's no harm. And you would just live in this unrealistic, detached, delusional mindset that isn't relatable to the rest of the human experience. You came here to heal the space. You came here to help others. In order to help others most effectively, you have to know for yourself what it feels like, what it means to be human. It's said that we come for many, many lifetimes to learn thoroughly. It's almost like a a karate student in training. Like you want to get yourself in there. You got to really, some people go and train in foreign countries with the best teachers and really get themselves immersed in the culture of martial arts to learn and just embody it. That's what, that's what we're doing as souls who have come here multiple times. We don't want to have like a, a brief overview of like, all right, well, you're going to earth and it's pretty brutal. Like people are very reactive. There's a lot of violence, a lot of competitiveness, a lot of selfishness, greed. But um, yeah, there you go. There's your brief. Jump in there. Good luck. We'd all just like run around screaming and not know like, Like, what is this place? We have to come here many, 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 many times, which we have. And if you're listening to this, you've probably been here a lot. This is not your first rodeo because you're getting towards the end and you're starting to come. So this is what happens. We go to sleep. We're given all the information. All right, we're sending you into earth. You're going to go there quite a few times. You're a pure, perfect spark of the divine You know that, but you're going to forget that. You're going to go learn exactly what it means to be human so you can help heal this planet Earth, this human experience that is a part of the greater whole. And once you're here for enough lifetimes, you begin to wake up again, just like a deep slumber. However deep your slumber, eventually you will awaken again. That's why that term, awaken, is so popular right now. Women waken. It means women finally coming to the awareness of, oh, Women had a really important purpose here, and it's been denied and oppressed for almost the entire history of humanity. That's crazy for an entire 50%, entire one half of the energy that's meant to be here, the, the yin to the yang, has been suppressed. That's nuts. We're starting to realize that not even just because we want a, a place, a voice, but because it, it is so, it is meant to be for it to be a shared 
union, a balanced union of the yin and the yang of the masculine and feminine. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're waking up, you're remembering, oh, I came here for a reason. This wasn't a punishment. This isn't just a who knows why we exist and why we live and why we're here on earth and there's no answers. I think I actually, I think I actually remember. I remember. I remember what I was told. I remember the wisdom that I hold in my DNA that all humans hold in their DNA. The deep knowing of the truths of the universe. Have no doubt. Have no doubt that you, you listening right now, deep in your soul, in your DNA is encoded every single secret and truth of the infinite universe because you are a part of the divine. As you awaken, you begin to remember these things. This is why going within meditation, time and nature is so important right now because each of us holds a different facet of these truths. Some of us will remember similar truths, the same truths, but we're all working together because not one person can bring through the entire truth. It's too much. It's too much for our human experience, for our human brain. Our brain works as a computer board almost, a hard drive. If you try to download all the truths of the universe in one go, it would fry your board. Whatever that's called, your master board, hard board, I don't know, computer talk. (laughs) You hold truths. The truths are needed this time. You're waking up to that remembrance that, oh, that's why I came here. You had to forget everything and have the full human experience of disconnectedness because that's also the experience on earth is believing that you are disconnected from source. It's one of the most challenging experiences that a soul can have. It's one of the most deepest and darkest places in the universe is that space where you fundamentally believe, I don't know if there is a a God, a higher source, if the universe is benevolent. I don't know. It's the only time in the soul experience that you will ever feel that way. We've been given the greatest challenge of all. But that greatest challenge will be the most profoundly powerful and healing energy that can transform everything. And it's going to transform everything on earth, the more of us that realize this. So I want you to keep this in mind, which again, I know this has been a theme for a few episodes now, but repetition is powerful. Repetition is important. Sometimes we have to hear the same concepts and ideas and instructions and guidance in order to really incorporate it, integrate it into our understanding. There are many things in our lives that we did not want to have happened. There are many things where we have declared, I want this. This is one thing I want so badly. And then we get something else that we didn't want. And we resist it. And we spend our lives regretting it and having anger over it and having resentment over it, not recognizing that this was the exact thing we needed to have the understanding, compassion, to then begin to heal and complete the mission that we agreed to and chose to take on in this lifetime. 
anything that you find yourself experiencing and struggling with is happening for you because it is a thing here. Let me explain this. I've struggled my whole life with deep insecurity because of being bullied when I was younger, being labeled as very unattractive, undesirable, made fun of, and it built very deep insecurity that still is with me and I still struggle with. And I have bemoaned this and cursed it and been so angry. Why did this happen to me? Why did this happen to me? And as I've grown spiritually, I've realized that it's helped me grow and evolve as a soul. I've come into this understanding. But more recently, I had a bit of a light bulb moment that this is happening happening to me because it's such a thing here. Insecurity is rampant on earth. Most of us are more prone to being insecure than secure. Who's the last very secure person that you've met? Do you know more insecure people or secure people? I personally know people who fall more on the lines of insecure. Some people who have done a lot of work, who have worked to identify and heal within to really align with their true values and belief, establish their values and belief, be authentic, be in integrity, they're moving towards secure, right? I spoke about this when I did an episode on attachment styles, and I use secure as sort of the midpoint, the desirable balance center, and then it's sort of a spectrum where you waver over to maybe too secure where you're almost, it becomes avoidant, you're too, you're overly independent or you're insecure. So my point of this is, this light bulb went up for me. When you realize that you are experiencing this because it is the illness that is here on this planet and you are here to help heal it, Whatever that might be for you, whether it was a physical harm, feeling unsafe, feeling a lack of security as a human, emotionally, physically, mentally, feeling abandoned. The abandonment wound is big here, again, because we have this sense that we are separate from one another. So we see ourselves as autonomous. When we know deep in our soul that we're meant to be one, If we feel separate and then on top of that feel tossed aside and abandoned, it is absolutely brutal. Because again, as I was speaking to, the hardest thing that a soul will ever ever experience in its entire journey through the cosmos is the belief that we are separate from source and that we are alone. Because that is fundamentally opposite of what is so. People who have near-death experiences speak of how absolutely glorious it is when they have that sense of oneness. People who take drugs, who have done psychedelics or plant medicine have that experience of oneness. And they say it's incomparable to anything they could describe. It's indescribable. That is what is true, which is why the opposite of that is so gut-wrenching and challenging. Yet, it's a thing here. Keep that in your mind. Try telling yourself that the next time you're stung with that bit of Oh gosh, like that bit of rejection, that bit of fear, that bit of insecurity, fearing for your safety, fearing that you don't have means. 
I know it's not always helpful. I know it's not going to solve everything. But we need everything we can get, right? We need as many tools in our tool belts as we can to really move into this place of true knowing so that we can get into a lack, into more of not resisting and having no preference other for how things no preference other than for what shows up, accepting life as it is and knowing, okay, all right, I guess I signed up for the insecurity package on earth so that I could know it real well so that I can help heal it. So I can be that victor, right? The one that came, the one that struggled, the hero's journey, right? You show up, you have the trials and tribulations, you have the deep despair, you have your moment of awareness, of victory, you're celebrated, you help others, you come through as the hero. We are each heroes in our own way, some more than others in this lifetime. You can be a hero. You are a hero, a hero, heroine. <laughs> you are. And especially when you learn to see it that way. And I offer this also because it's really empowering. On my best days, I'm like, all right, let's fucking go. I feel like I've been through the trenches of a lot of stuff. And just yesterday, I had a total meltdown and felt totally hopeless. But guess what? I'm back. I'm suited up today. That takes strength. That takes courage. You are a soul that has agreed to forget who they are. You are a part of the divine, of God, of the universe that has agreed to forget who you are. Do you know how hard that is? You are a motherfucking badass. You came to this space to heal this space. You came to this space and agreed to experience some of the greatest challenges and atrocities that the universe has to offer. And yet you're coming through. If you're listening to this podcast, you're making that final curb up through the hero's journey. You're turning through into the part of the cycle where you're coming out and you're realizing, hey, I know my strength and i no longer feel like the victim because i know that i needed to go through exactly what i went through to learn exactly what i needed to learn to have the comprehension and understanding that i needed and now here i come i'm going to help save some people i'm going to help share this and inspire others and i'm now a healer and a way shower and a part of the light on the earth which is what you are more than anything this is in no way a lecture This is not trying to tell you what is so. I want to offer you some, first of all, some encouragement because I know this is hard. I'm going through it too. I've said this before on the show, but someone interviewed me once and they said, yeah, Whitney, you're really great because you're sort of like that saying that goes, you teach what you need to learn. (laughs) I'm right there with you. You know, I hope that one day I feel more healed and I don't have some of these bottoming out days, some of these days where I feel like I can't accept what's happened to me and I do feel a bit in victim mode and I do feel this resistance to being able to accept what is. And it sort of just floats around me like this frenetic energy that keeps me from moving smoothly through life, from being in the flow of life. My whole life I've been so resistant, so picky. I'm a Virgo. I'm a, I have a stellium in Virgo, which means I have Virgo three places in my chart. And Virgos can be very particular. Everything we see, we're, we're often criticized for being perfectionist. And that's true. But it's also we have a keen eye and we know how good things can be. I think that's my challenge. We, we see things, we're like, yeah, but it could be so much better. But then this brings back the question is what, who is to judge what is better? 
Is it better to have a perfect life, as I was describing, the Barbie life, where you've never had a care in your, the world? How could you ever really help anybody? You could still lend a helping ear, but how could you ever really offer any feedback? You'd just say, oh, I'm so, that's, that sounds hard. I'm so sorry, which is a nice thing to say. But when you really get it, you can see the bigger picture, which is, wow, this is really, really deep in here for humans. This is a real deep-seated thing. What keeps causing this? I just went through it myself, and now I know. I no longer have to ask and be curious. I know. It is said that, well, I mean, the bigger parable is that God, source itself, split itself, exploded itself into infinite pieces so that it could move from knowing itself into experiencing itself. That source sat there for eons and billions and trillions of years, whatever you want to call it, just knowing and knowing itself only as perfection, only as the light as source. And it would ask, it would say, I am, I am, I am, but then it wanted to really experience it. Because you only truly know something once you experience it. So he wanted to be able to really know it, she, they, (laughs) not just he. And that's what you're doing here on earth. You're really experiencing it. Again, especially if you're listening to this podcast, you're in one of those deep lifetimes, one of those real transformative ones. And most people on the planet right now signed up for that because this is one of the most pivotal transformative times in the history of humanity. And you're here for it. And you're coming through victorious in everything that you've been through, every injustice, every challenge is creating your unique offering to this space, to this world. And again, I offer this not as a lecture, but just as a a means to perhaps give you a bit of comfort in that there is a reason behind your suffering and struggle. And there will be a resolve to it, an end to it. And you will have your day where you no longer feel that all of these challenges and defeats and pains and wounds will just linger around you forever like this ghost haunting you. Because once you really realize the truth of it, you'll know that it was something that you chose to experience to help others so they don't have to experience it. So that eventually in the future, there will be a new experience of life on this earth where we've done this enough. We've gone to the depths of knowing separation and what comes of it. And then we can know the sense of union, of collaboration. It will be so beautiful. It's what is heralded as the golden age. It's a real thing. You know, just like with every dawn comes the night, we're in the dark night of humanity, but the light will come again. And you are a part of bringing that light. There's a beautiful book called Bringers of the Dawn. It's channeling someone who channeled the Pleiadians, which is a whole nother thing. I don't think I've ever actually done a whole episode on starseeds. I had a guest who spoke about starseeds. You can listen to that episode. But I want to do a solo one because I have a strong connection with the concept of starseeds. But this person who wrote this book, Bringers of the Dawn, said that they were channeling directly from the Pleiades, the Pleiadians. And that's what we are. We're bringers of the dawn. This is no small feat. 
but we had to forget the truth in order to really experience and believe it, right? That's the thing. It's kind of like if you're acting out a role in a play, you do your best to be a good actor because you don't actually know it, you know? You're acting as if you're somebody who maybe got really sick and is suffering and you just act the best you can because you don't really know it. Because you, in your mind, you know that you're just playing a role. Well, the difference about being a human on earth is we don't know. We forget that we're just an actor on the stage of life, truly. We think it's real. And so it feels real and we take it personally and it, we can't let go of it. Know that you came here to act out as the person who was abused, who was bullied, who was hurt, who feels abandoned, all these things so that you can really learn to know what that means and then know to know that it's not true and that there's nothing wrong with you and you can realize your perfection. It's a whole beautiful playing out, whole beautiful cycle that you are a part of. And again, I just offer this in case it might give you any comfort in your dark moments because I know I have them and they're very hard and they can bring dark thoughts about not wanting to be here because it gets that heavy. That's how tough this is. This is not for the faint of heart, you all. You are powerful. You're a powerful warrior. You're a powerful goddess. And how amazing to be a woman at this time because you all, we are stepping forward. This is our moment. Embrace it. And again, find your community to get you through those hard times. I've spoken of this on recent episodes. Find the people that speak your language, who you can share this episode with. Have a meeting about it. Have a group around it. I'd like to start running those groups. If anyone has any interest in joining for women's groups where we talk and collaborate around these things, women's circles, reach out to me through my email, Whitney at Women Waken, because this is how we help each other through. And then we make a real breakthrough when we're not just all still stuck in our healing phase, when we really move into our phase of owning our gifts and becoming that victor coming through victorious to help others, man, that's going to be brilliant. And I feel like that's what 2024 is the start of. We've really gone through it these past few years, but we're coming out of the dark ever so slightly. The light is coming and we're not going to see the full extent of it in our lifetime. But I'm telling you hundreds of years from now, we will be in the golden age, maybe sooner, maybe just a couple hundred. And we will be the ancestors that they will thank the same way that we thank our ancestors who had it even more challenging than we did. Because guess what? Just a few hundred years ago, there weren't strong communities like there are now. There weren't voices like mine coming through that could offer some ideas, some solace, some comfort, some inspiration, some encouragement. We're doing this, you guys. We're coming together. We're banding together. And soon we'll mobilize and actually come together, which is what I want to help facilitate. All right. Well, I hope that was helpful. I know that you all might feel like you're hearing too much about all of this releasing and moving into a new era, but I think I think you all might be finding it to be sort of coming up right now. So I'm going to keep speaking about it, but the new year is right around the corner and we know that there will be new energies coming then. So to wrap up this episode, I brought out my Spirit Animal Oracle deck by Colette Baron reed It just felt appropriate. I don't know why. The animals want something to say. They're in it too. 
Talk about healers. They just come here, live out their simple animal life and just are here to, I think they really offer us a lot of comfort and guidance and help us keep going. Animals are a gift to us. They're a beautiful and they're very strong messengers of source and spirit and angels and our ancestors often come through to us through animals. So let's see what spirit animal oracle wants to come out. We got one for the group. Ah, I love it. What did I just say? We are mobilizing. We got number one, ant spirit. Time to collaborate. Just as I said, see, as we all begin to realize the truth about our past, about our struggles, not take it as personally, begin to release our victimhood, we're going to have so much energy. This just thought just came to me. Can you imagine how much more energy you'd have if you didn't spend so much of it feeling grief, feeling anger, feeling that sense of victimhood of the, the why me, the resistance? That's the thing about resist resistance is it takes up so much energy to resist, to fight against something. When you release resistance, baby, you are flying. And we're all going to be flying together and we're going to be like, uh, let's do this thing because I'm no longer stuck and trapped and imprisoned and, and chained in these beliefs. Now I know who I am and I feel so energized. And let's get together and do something about this. Ladies, let's go. So Ant Spirit, time to collaborate. Let me read to you what it says because I feel like this the actual message might be pertinent as well with some additional wisdom. Card number one. Number one, I love it. January 1st, coming right up. Almost a new year. Time to collaborate. The Oracle message. When Ant Spirit comes to visit, it's to celebrate the benefits of working in a partnership with others as part of a community or tribe. Spirit reminds you that to build your dream, you need to work with others. Accept help and trust in your most important partnership, the one you have with Spirit. See, that's above all else because everything I'm speaking to you today is just to help you remember your connection with Spirit because Spirit is what will tell you and remind you of all these things, all these truths. Your intentions will come to fruition if you remain awake and focused on co-creating your reality with others and with Spirit. Remember that the world around you can easily seduce you if you don't have some sort of practice or discipline like meditation to keep you on track as you build the life you desire. Connecting with others and having accountability partners can be very helpful as it's unlikely that everyone will fall asleep at the same time. The other message Ant Spirit holds is that you are now at an auspicious time to ask for help and receive it. Whether you need help assembling a team, finding a new tribe, or requesting assistance from others who are there for you, everything is working to support you right now. There it is. The time is coming. We're going to be coming together more. And when we recognize that it's okay to ask for help, and in fact, it's going to expedite things and really spark things. And it also is a wonderful feeling to feel like you're a part of something and you don't have to do it all on your own. And I really do think as more of us move into this place of feeling less of a need to heal and release and stop struggling and resisting, we're going to flow together. We're going to come together more seamlessly and find ourselves in these gatherings, in these groups, in these tribes. It's time to find your tribe. 2024, find your tribe. 
come all together. It's time to collaborate. All right, everybody. I hope that was helpful. Have a beautiful day. Take care. That wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening to Women Waken. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and come back for more. If you'd like to connect with the Women Waken community, you can find us on Instagram at Women Waken. And if you follow Women Waken, you can get a free tarot card reading if you just send a DM. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and don't forget to let your unique light shine into this world.